With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. There's a time and a place for black and white. Like when you're learning to play piano. Or when you want a big two-toned cookie. Or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white. So go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing. From banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Welcome to the underground, the Steel City Underground, a Pittsburgh Steelers podcast made by fans like you, for fans like you. Now, here's your host, Joe Kuzma. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Steel City Underground podcast. I'm your host, Joe Kuzma, and joining me today for this preview of Sunday, Christmas Day's matchup with the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Baltimore Ravens. Welcome back for the first time since July, Nathaniel Bodner from Steel City Report. How you doing, Joe? <laughs> I just told you I'm running around with my head cut off. It's It's the holidays. There's all kind of rushing and deadlines and I'm just uh, I'm going crazy man and I'll tell you why I'm going crazy I think the Baltimore Ravens are a trash football team that is lucky and that's about as bold as I get with any of this but I'm sick of hearing all the trash talk from them I'm sick of watching them squeak out these one-point victories get wins over us against backup quarterbacks or because they have a 95-yard touchdown or a blocked punt or some other BS. 
And you know what? It's Things aren't looking so hot again for us to be full strength. I was kind of anticipating what it might be like to have Ladarius Green for this game. Rosie Nix didn't play in the last one either. Uh, Sean Davis wasn't installed as a starter. We had Jarvis Jones and Anthony Ciccolo start as the outside linebackers in that game. Ben comes back from an injury. But we got some bad news just a few minutes ago, and I'm not sure if you – I'm sure you did. You're all over Twitter just like I am and everything else. They're reporting Sammy Coates left practice with a hamstring injury. That's huge. That's really huge. And I did an article on my website about how Sammy Coates is just his presence opens up the offense. And it really does. Um, he's a speedster. He can open up the vertical passing attack and get the shallow cross routes going uh, for Eli Rogers, Antonio Brown, and other receivers. I think that this is going to be huge if he doesn't play. Um, and I have a feeling that Ladarius Green already isn't going to play with his concussion that he has. He's still in concussion protocol. And it's already, what, Thursday? Today's Thursday that <laughs> we're recording this. I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> uh, but um, that, that's how crazy I've been, you know, around my house with the, you know, the head cut off and everything. But I really think that if Sammy Coates is not playing in this game, uh, that it's going to be pretty huge. Uh, so they have to lean on the running game of Le'Veon Bell. And something that I think is going to happen is if D'Angelo Williams does play, they're going to line Le'Veon Bell as a receiver a little bit more and have D'Angelo Williams maybe run a few plays here and there. Um, I remember last week that he did not play because of that swelling of the knee. So hopefully that's all all good to go and he can get implemented in the offense. Yeah. Man, it's such a bummer hearing and seeing this stuff. And, you know, it's funny you mentioned that about what day is it. Um, usually when we record these, I'm recording in the afternoon or evenings and everybody's running around with real life. We're we're very passionate fans about this. want to make sure that uh, they get the show in for all of our listeners. They're probably going to listen to this on a Friday morning or later. So uh, usually I'm waiting till Friday after they do the practice and stuff but with the holidays and running around. I forget what day it is, too. I walked into the UPS store uh, just yesterday, and I told the guy it was like a Monday on a Tuesday, and he goes, yeah, it's Wednesday. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that's about where I'm at, too. And, uh, yeah, even uh, even D'Angelo Williams, who's, who's a killer, uh, did not – now I'm trying to think. He did not play in that game, I don't think. Uh, several weeks ago. In fact, I'm going to have to pull that up now because I honestly cannot remember. Um, but I agree with you. Lev Bell split out a lot more wide than they had been. You see the type of vertical threat that Ladarius Green is versus uh, somebody had tweeted that out too, that like out of all of the eligible tight ends for this statistic, I think Ladarius Green was like number one in yards per catch or yards yeah. after the catch, and like Jesse James was like last or next to last in in that same, mm-hmm. uh, the complete polar opposite in that category. So, yeah, uh, you're gonna need somebody you know, to step up in this game. Yeah, absolutely, an X man up mentality is the Steelers' way, and it has been for the past few years. Now, one thing that I saw on Twitter and that has been floating around is uh, Ravens cornerback Jimmy Smith didn't practice again today. So he's, you know, possibly not going to play in this game. And he's one of their best corners. Um, And I saw a stat. uh, It was Graham Barfield on on Twitter. I I give the credit to him. Uh, Ravens allow 190 um, points per game when Jimmy Smith is healthy. Okay, 190. When he has missed or left early in a game, Baltimore has allowed 303 
points per game. So, that, I mean, three three hundred three to one ninety. I mean, that's that's insane. That's that's pretty big. So Jimmy Smith, I I would say that he's not. You don't category categorize him as a lockdown corner. You can potentially, uh, but he's not. You know, one of the top corners. You know, like you know, you hear the names of Josh Norman and and Richard Sherman. You don't hear his name often, but he is a really good corner on that team that uh, doesn't have that many uh, secondary players that are that good. Um, you know, Eric Weddle, he's like 34 years old. They got him. He, I think he has four interceptions on the season. Having a pretty good year, but, I mean, he's older. He's up there. Uh, who's the other corner they have on the other side? Do you it's know? Uh, Tavon Young, the fourth rounder from – Oh, young young rookie. He, yeah. yeah he's, been, he's been pretty good, actually. Um, so, you know, going against, I mean, Antonio Brown, potentially, that's, it's not going to be that good for, for Tavon Young. You don't know about that? Well, no, no, no. I, I mean, it's not going to be good for Tavon. I was, I was trying uh, to think uh, where he's from now because, uh, the, he did pay a, a visit with the Steelers, um, uh-huh. during a uh, draft season there. I wanted to say Georgia Tech maybe, but, um, yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, Six, just to give you an idea, uh, when the Steelers played the Ravens in the last game, now I I, I got it. I, it's up on the screen. Uh, D'Angelo Williams, four snaps, one carry, one yard out of uh, 69 plays that the Steelers ran on offense. And of those plays they ran on offense, every single player from the Ravens secondary, including Jimmy Smith, and this is Ladarius Webb, uh, Eric Weddle, Tavon Young, they played every single snap in that game. Uh, the only other player that uh, stayed on the field the entire time is their leader in tackles or the linebacker or. So, uh, man, I'll tell you what, it's that's kind of a big blow on both sides. We're going to see how this is going to match up. Uh, I think the Steelers might be better built to weather the storm than the Ravens in that department. Uh, the Ravens, they, they are second against the run. However, they are not very good against the pass. Uh, their offense, uh, likewise, is not very good at all. So, just bringing some of this, uh, some of this up on the screen, and somehow I pulled up the wrong thing, man. I'll tell you what, I, I'm having, I'm telling you, I'm having one of these days. <laughs> so. It's all good. It's all good. I, uh, I'm ready for Christmas, and I'm, I'm not ready. For Christmas, for the you know, I'm ready for Christmas because you know you go with the family, great times and all that. But I'm ready for some some butt kicking of the Ravens. That's what I'm ready for. And, and with the top it off, they're gonna have their their color rush uniforms on. That dark black with that 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 really nice gold uh, finish that they have. It, it's gonna be awesome. It really is. I, I personally, my prediction is that it, it's not going to be too close of a game. Normally, it's de- decided by three or three points or four points or, you know, you know, the, really close. But I, you know, I don't see it this time around. I think that with a depleted secondary with, you know, Jimmy Smith gone, I think that Antonio Brown is going to, you know, shred that defense. And with the healthy Ben Roethlisberger this time around, I think he's just going to be on fire, on point. Even though they don't have Ladarius Green, just watch the slot receiver and Eli Rogers had a big game against the uh, Bengals last week. So I think that they have it. Uh, final score, I'll give a prediction here, 31-14. 
31-14. 14, two touchdowns. So no Justin no Justin Tucker on Sunday is what you No, thinking. I don't think I don't think Justin I mean Justin Tucker when your best player is a kicker. Serious, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, somebody I forget. I read that on Twitter. When your best player is a kicker, you got something wrong with you. Like you said, they're they're squeezing out victories uh by one, two, three points every week, and it, it, they're not a you know a really good team. Uh, last week, the two point conversion um, that the is the Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles, yeah, yeah, they didn't get that. Oh gosh, I yeah. was praying. I was like, oh come on. For those no. for those who aren't aware, the Eagles were trailing by seven in the fourth quarter. Carson Wentz leads them all the way down the field. They score a touchdown with four seconds remaining on the clock and decide to go for two and fail to convert, and Baltimore walks out of their last home game of the year with a victory because it, had they lost that game, and I'm like, just kick the field goal or kick the extra point, please, which which isn't a gimme anymore either, but please just kick it, make it, go to OT, and then you can, you can have more control over your destiny than just one play. I mean, now you could screw up a play. Uh, God, I always think of this stupid Tim Tebow play to Demarius Thomas when I think of one play and the instant (laughs) TD. And I think somebody else did something similar, like C.J. Spiller when he was with the Saints had had like an overtime touchdown (laughs) as scamper for like 80-some yards or something like that. But it's it's not common. I mean, come on. Now, uh, you were talking about Baltimore. I think I brought this up the last time I talked about the Ravens. And – Let's see here. Um, taking a look at some of their some of their scores and what they what they've done. Uh, they barely they beat the Browns by like five, and then the second time they beat the Browns, they actually kind of handled business twenty eight seven. But uh, as expected, I mean they lost to the Cowboys, they lost to the Patriots. Uh, that Patriots score looks a lot closer than what the game actually was. The Patriots pretty much handled them. They blew out the Dolphins. I mean the Dolphins were like a dish rag in that game. Uh, the Bengals blew it too. Uh, that was a nineteen fourteen score as well. And even this Steelers game, it was twenty one fourteen. You have a touchdown on a punt return. You have a touchdown off of a big Mike Wallace play. Other than that, it's not like the Ravens really move the ball too much. Uh, a lot of people also forget. Two, Marquise Pouncey gets hurt in that game. You're playing a road game with road noise, away stadium, hostile environment. B.J. Finney, I remember there being one or two false start penalties and, and maybe even a bad snap like involved in that entire series in exchange between center and quarterback with Ben Roethlisberger and Ben coming back from the injury, of course. But the last time these two guys, uh, these two teams met, uh, you had mentioned Eli Rogers. He was targeted 10 times, which actually wasn't uh, a game high of uh, for the Steelers offense because Brown had 11 targets, caught seven of those for 85 in the one touchdown. But Mm -hmm. Eli went six for 103 in that game with a 30-yard long. So Eli is definitely capable of stepping up here. And then, of course, remembering that Tavon Young, pretty solid young corner, uh, pun intended, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but he he was he was bookended by with Jimmy Smith there. Without Jimmy Smith, now you have to cover and account for two wide receivers that are still going to be on the field. You still didn't have Ladarius Green in that specific game, and you and you have to cover maybe twenty targets between each of them. I think that's going to be that's going to pose a challenge. Despite the Ravens, and I found the numbers, and it was depressing me because I had just put all this stuff in here, and I think I lost what I had saved. Uh, for a preview for this game on Steel City Underground. And um, the Ravens, uh, they give up uh, about 230 yards passing per game on defense. That's 10th in the league. Surprisingly, the Steelers only give up 245 for 14. So uh, if people 
if people don't consider our secondary to be very strong, they're only giving up on average 15 yards more per game in passing than the Ravens. And that's the difference you know, between 10 and 14th in the league. You know what's the difference between the two teams, though, is the defensive front. You know, the Ravens have a really solid defensive front. Pittsburgh doesn't. I mean, Stefan Tillett possibly cannot play this game because of his injury. And then you have the injury to Hayward earlier in the season. Um, it's just a complete utter mess. You got a rookie, Javon Hargrave, who's been a really great asset to the team. But this defensive front of Pittsburgh is the only difference between uh, the defenses of the uh, Ravens and the Steelers. Because I, I'll tell you what, I'll take the. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers secondary over the Ravens. And the reason I'm saying that is because over time I've seen, and I think we all have seen and witnessed this secondary improving as the weeks progressed. We have Sean Davis. You remember him against the Eagles. One of the worst games I've ever seen. He, it was a screen of Sproles and he was following the guy, turning his head like better Roethlisberger about to tackle that guy uh, against the Colts and the, uh, the uh, divisional game in 2005. I mean, it was just back and forth, back and forth that he gets in the end zone. He looked like a stump on the log. It was terrible. So uh, he has improved drastically ever since he's been the starter. The team is five and zero. Oh, that's huge. Um, and you have Artie Burns, the young corner. Him and Ross Crockle are two great quarterbacks that, yes, they get beat occasionally and stupid things happen, but both have proved that they are getting better as time progresses. So I, I like I like Pittsburgh secondary this year, definitely, over what has happened in the past. You know, Cortez Allen, Antoine Blake, Valentino now. Ugh, <laughs> terrible. Hey, just terrible. an aside just an aside and talking uh just some fantasy football in general NFL I was discussing uh I was discussing with Eric Herman, uh your buddy. And we're talking fantasy. And we're talking about Allen Robinson this weekend because uh and this came up actually as a, a side, you almost repeated word for word what Jim Ricalto put on the site uh just uh earlier, just a day ago, about Artie Burns and Ross Cockrell and we brought up uh, Antoine um Valentino Blake, as he's changed his name, and he has a matchup this Sunday against Allen Robinson with the Jaguars, who just fired their head coach and Gus Bradley. And I'm just looking at that as a guy I've had sitting on my bench for fantasy for like the last three, four weeks, and I'm like, there's no way I cannot put Allen Robinson into my lineup this week. I think he's going to destroy the secondary for the Titans. I know this has nothing to do with the Steelers and the Ravens, but in a way it does because – now you don't have to worry about a guy that might make a play like one in every 30 plays or something uh, versus uh, two solid players who pretty much shut down the Bengals on two third down attempts last week, kept the Bengals off the field. They only had the ball for about three minutes or so in the fourth quarter. And the Steelers, I, you know, the Bengals punted on that third down play. I think I think the second one was actually – I can't remember if it was Burns or Cockrell, but they each had one where they made a play on the ball, uh, pass breakup, and the Bengals were forced to punt. And whichever one of those two corners got the last one, that was the last play that the Bengals ran on offense last week. So – uh, time of possession going to be huge in this one. Man, I was really hoping to see Sammy Coates in, in this one. As you said, he opened everything up. I think the the biggest, the other big question mark, of course, is going to be Stefan Tuitt, the defensive line. 
Uh, they have uh, is a John Maxey who was on the practice squad has been taking a lot of first team reps, really hinting towards whether or not to it is going to be ready to go or not. I guess we dodged a bullet as far as anything serious, but we know as in the past, uh, I think Mike Tomlin learned his lesson when he kept trying to rush Troy Polamalu back early and Troy kept getting derailed and derailed and derailed for like a season or almost over two seasons where he was missing a lot of time. I think that the Steelers coaching staff's a lot more careful now and how they handle injuries and injured players and allowing them to return. Even D'Angelo Williams, they didn't let play last week, uh, given him. Uh, they looked at that field and said, nope. And I think that I think all of this factors in. We may not see to it, but uh, to be completely honest, I've been somewhat impressed with LT Walton stepping in. I think Javon Hargrave is capable. They're going to have a rotation. They're going to be playing a lot of two-down linemen because we know uh, the Steelers play about two-thirds in the nickel package. So they're they're not going to have a, a traditional nose tackle out there for most of these plays anyway. I've, and this is what basically happened against the Bengals. We're going to see some three wide receiver uh, looks with the Ravens. And I, I, I feel we could weather the storm with this. I don't know if we were matched up against a different team I know Baltimore has had our number at different times. They usually get us when we have like Michael Vick or Byron Leftwich or somebody like that playing quarterback. But I do think that this is an ideal matchup. And even looking ahead to the following week at the Steelers, I don't want to say survive because I, I think they have the better team here. But they could go in, they could win, they could make it knock this out, they could rest the following week against the Browns and come back for full strength and host the playoff game at Heinz Field. Absolutely. Um, I, I can't if they if they win this game and I have to say if they win the game because we can't get ahead of ourselves and talk about playoffs. We can't get ahead of ourselves and talk about the second uh, overall seed and how they can, you know, I think if you have the second overall seed, you get a buy. Right. Um, you, you can't talk about that. You get playing on Christmas. And after that, we we could talk about all that that's that's my mentality personally that's well how I, yeah i'm kind of kicking the can down but there, yeah, there's nobody look there's no one there is no one on either in the city of pittsburgh or in the city of baltimore looking past this sunday whatsoever uh it was kind of like a, a hypothetical as to whether or not i mean you're not going to want to damage to it you kind of almost if to it is banged up you're not this is different from like a concussion protocol type thing well darius green concussion protocol if he's not cleared by the docs, he's not permitted to play, period. I think Stefan Tuitt would want to play, but the coaches are going to ultimately make that decision, and they're going to say they're going to make a determination of whether or not he would be healthy enough. And if he is healthy enough, could he get further injured by risking it? If they say yes, he'll sit on Sunday. So that's kind of where I was going with that. But, hey, man. Nothing wrong with looking forward to maybe winning what uh, Mike Mitchell called look forward. He said they were talking about, I think, Steve Smith. And uh, Mike Mitchell says, look forward to playing you in the AFC North Championship. <laughs> and that's kind of the way it's boiled down uh, for this Sunday. So, And I, I think Ben had also said something about you don't need to get motivated to play in this game. <laughs> if you need something to get motivated, you know, the, I don't know what else you would need. So... Uh, these guys are ready to go on both sides. Uh, let's just hope there is no other dirty stuff going on because uh, we saw some locker room justice with Dave DeCastro against uh, Vontez Perfect, and we saw all the 
crazy self-destructive things that the uh, Cincinnati Bengals do. The only guy that's ever done anything real dirty I remember is Terrell Suggs. Broke Ben's nose, didn't he? What was that, about five, six years ago in a game? Oh, is he the one that broke Ben's nose? I thought it was Suggs that did, but... Uh, you know, I, gosh, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if it was Suggs. If it, I think it was when we were facing the Raiders, and I think a Raiders player bro- broke the nose, and then the next week it was against against the Ravens. He had a play. I, I'm not sure, though. That might be something to look up. Um, but it could have been Suggs. Absolutely, it could have been. Um, you know, the difference between the Ravens and the Bengals. Now, I these are two this these are two teams. One's a real rivalry and one's not. Then the Ravens is the real rivalry, and then the the Bengals. It's completely. It, it's not. It's made up. And I believe uh, Mike Mitch or not Mike Mitchell. Uh, Foster or Gilbert or one of the offensive linemen talked about that, and and they're just making something out of nothing, is what he basically said. I forget who it was, and, and it's completely true. I do not respect the Cincinnati Bengals at all. Um, I think that that organization is just a complete joke. Uh, to be honest with you, with Vontez Perfect, he, he's like the head coach in Marvin Lewis, <laughs> you know. Um, but I'll tell you the honest truth: when I see two teams face off. In the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now that is a team that I do respect to a degree. I hate them, I really do, but I respect them because their players aren't 100% dirty like the Bengals. It's always a hard-fought game. I look back to the AFC uh, divisionals that the uh, teams have faced in uh, 2008 and 2010 or 11, technically in January, yeah. and uh, I just it. it, it get you hyped up you know and, and that's what i love about the teams because they can they can beat them over and over um and they they lose over and over it's just back and forth and over the last few years it hasn't been against the Bengals. we've been kicking their butt for the past few years you, you know, know i that's the real reason why a, a lot of people want to say that but i want to say ben uh if i had the number correctly oh and by the way by the way, I did find that. It was Haloti Nada, and that's why it wasn't coming to mind because Haloti Nada no longer with the yeah. Baltimore Ravens, but that that is when it happened. Oh, uh, okay. And, yeah, so uh, – I, I w- thought it was the Raiders. I don't know. Maybe, maybe something happened against them. Hey, know. it's it's the holidays, man. I mean <laughs> – <laughs> I mean, that's just that's just the way it's going. But ball, um, Ben Roethlisberger against Baltimore in the regular season at Heinz Field. Yeah, we have to put the asterisks of regular season because of that stupid 2014 game with Ben Tate, who basically just gave the ball to Terrell Suggs on a play. Um, <laughs> seven and two versus Baltimore at Heinz Field at home regular season. So when we have Ben, usually pretty good. And the game, uh, the game's a lot more even. So there you go there. And, of course, for the Ravens, I mean, they have to win both of these games in order to have a shot. So they're going to be psyched up. They're going to be ready. Uh, you can never discredit them. Like you said, I hate them. I hate, I hate, I hate the Baltimore Ravens. Hate is such a strong word. But guess what? I still I strongly dislike, maybe I could say. But they're 8-6. and six. They're trying to squeak into the playoffs at 10-6. and six. I say the Steelers don't let them do so, and the Steelers can they can finish this season eleven and five atop the AFC North. So, hey Nate, 
Always good having you on, buddy. I mean, I don't take like uh, another six months to jump back in here and join us. I'll, I'll tell you, I probably won't. I uh, just be real busy with school and everything, trying to grind it out here. But uh, I really appreciate coming on board and talking some Steelers Ravens rivalry and everything in the pregame because this is going to be something to watch and something that hopefully we can remember uh, positively for the next few years to come. You know, the only thing I'm going to be remembering is probably how miserable I'm going to be attempting to watch this game at home knowing I could be at Heinz Field on Sunday just because uh, I think I called out Goodell in the previous episode that we just had of this podcast for scheduling this game not only on Christmas but 4.30, like, you know, dinner time for me and the family on Christmas Day. Uh, against the Ravens, you know, if this game's in Baltimore, obviously I wouldn't be go. I, I wouldn't go to Baltimore on Christmas Day. Uh, no. This was a difficult decision for me. And on top of that, I almost feel it's like this conspiracy theory of Roger Goodell. First, you don't have Vontez Perfect coming to Pittsburgh when we play in Week Two, and now you bring the Ravens in so you can try and thin our crowd out on Sunday with a 4.30 Christmas dinner time game and force people to maybe watch at home or, you know, there's some diehards and I'm a diehard. Let me tell you, this was the most, I was like 99% on going and there's this 1% of me. I have my little girl and I just, I can't leave her on Christmas. So I hope Steelers nation understands for those of you who are going Make it loud, man. And and let me tell you, the, the Color Rush jerseys, Blackout Heinz Field as well. Nate, once again, uh, from Steel City Report, steelcityreport.com, I'm sure, right? Is that the yep. correct? Uh, absolutely. So check yep. him out as well. It does a lot of similar things. We're good, but we're good friends here. So uh, we don't fight. We play friendly. The Report, the Underground, we do a lot of similar things. Check them out as well and make sure you follow them on Twitter. Until next time, folks. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, season greeting, season's greetings, and Festivus for the rest of us. Be safe, be good, and I'll catch you later. We would like to thank you for listening and remind our listeners to follow us on social media and our website, www.steelcityunderground.com. Hello. I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.